Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Esch, and today is all about relationships, both with other people and with ourselves. I want to start off with a quote of the day, as we always do, and it is on relationships. It's kind of a long quote. It's the paradoxical commandments. People are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you'll win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men and women with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men and the women with the smallest minds. But think big anyway. People favor underdogs, but only follow top dogs. Fight for a few underdogs anyway. What you spend years building might be destroyed overnight, but build anyway. People really need help, but may attack you if you do help them. Help people anyway. Give the world the best you have and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give the world you the best you have anyway. That comes from Kent Keith in The Silent Revolution, Dynamic Leadership in the Student Council. I thought that was super relevant to our relationships with other people, how we treat people, the way we act, and the way really we view ourselves in how we approach the world and what we give of ourselves to the world. Because living is really all about giving. You're most fulfilled when you do for other people, when you give of yourself to other people. That is the most fulfilling feeling you can have is giving of yourself with no expectation of return. I wanted today to do a little social media spotlight. And this comes from I'm Your Huckleberry on MeWe. Go to MeWe.com, sign up, connect with me there. Anyway, I'm Your Huckleberry said this, Great change in your personal life comes most often when you're pushed to the point of breaking and are desperate. It happens when you realize that the way you were living your life before was not working. It happens when you stop lying to yourself, when you stop telling yourself that you have everything under control. In these days of uncertainty about the future, we worry about many things. We worry about this new virus. We worry about our jobs that might not be coming back. We worry about the economy that is shutting down and stagnating. We worry about our homes that we might lose. We worry because most of the things are out of our control. All of these things are bringing you and those around you to the breaking point. But this can be a good thing. The times of greatest revival come when society is just so breaking and desperate. Just like Esther, you are where you are for such a time as this. If not now, then when? If not here, then where? And if not you, then who? Now is the time to step out in faith and ask God to forgive and change you. Now is the time to step out in faith and ask God to use you to spread his love to the world. Now is the time to stop hiding behind the right timing, the right place, and the right person. The time is now. The time is here and the person is you. Step out and be the change. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. 
And now on to the main topic of the show, overcoming self-defeating habits. Now, I said today was all about relationships. And you're like, how is self-defeating habits about relationships? Well, our relationships with other, other people often stem from how we view and how we feel about ourselves. And often how we feel about ourselves comes from, but also affects what we do in life and how successful we think we are. And our success often comes from the habits that we have, that we implement. And often our habits are very much self-defeating. So how can we overcome self-defeating habits? John Carlton said this, you've got to find a way to get out of your own way so you can progress in life. We have a choice to embrace positive behavior and reap its rewards or to allow ourselves to fall victim to those self-defeating behaviors literally by getting in our own way. So what are self-defeating habits? They're not limited to acts like really extreme acts like drug abuse or alcoholism. But self-defeating habits are a behavior that distracts you from your goals in life or leaves you feeling tired and ashamed. So instead of recording this podcast or doing research to share with you guys, I might be scrolling Instagram or TikTok. That is a self-defeating habit. Sometimes we behave in a way that we know has a negative result for us, but we continue to do that same thing anyway. That is a self-defeating habit. Some common self-defeating habits are not taking goals seriously. On the topic of goals, I listened to a podcast recently. It was by Andy Andrews, and his podcast is called The Professional Noticer. I'll drop a link in the show notes, but he said that he is not one who has ever set goals. Rather, he, as he studied that a little more, he came to realize that he was always one who set expectations for himself. Like, I'm expected to do this, and so I need to fulfill that. Rather than setting it as a goal, because he always saw most people falling short of their goals, he set expectations for himself. I'll drop a link for that podcast in the show notes where you can go listen to it. Super interesting. Andy Andrews is a really great listen. Like, I love listening to his podcast. He always makes me laugh. So go check that out. But on to some other common self-defeating habits. Spending too much time helping others. Now, helping other people is a good thing, but you can go overboard on that if you don't stick with your commitments, if you don't follow through with the things that you need to do and take care of yourself. You can give too much of yourself. Uh, Another one is cheating on diets, procrastination, caring too much about what others think, not taking chances because of fear, expecting perfectionism, not getting enough sleep. Not getting enough exercise. The list can go on and on and on and on. There's many self-defeating habits out there. But how are they formed, really? Well, self-defeating behaviors are formed when bad habits stack up. Like, it's not just the thing that appears overnight, you know. It's small little habits, micro habits, which I've talked about before, and they stack on top of each other and becomes a self-defeating behavior. So you may have built up like a a few different bad habits that you have that have grown into self-defeating behaviors and that is not a good thing. So the causes of self-sabotage include not letting go of the past and not learning from mistakes, negative feelings about our identity that become 
extremely ingrained in your mind. Um, playing on sympathy to seek attention. Like people are sympathetic. And if you play on that, oftentimes that's just an attention getting exercise. Uh, another one is seeking refuge in excuses, putting tasks off, which is procrastination, or getting too disappointed when everything doesn't work out exactly perfect. Don't let good enough be the enemy, or don't let perfect be the enemy of good enough. Some of the effects that we might see are isolation from our friends and family, poor career results, low self-esteem, relationship difficulties, addiction, things like that. But how can we get over that? How can we overcome those self-defeating behaviors? So just to become aware of those things isn't enough, but it is a start. You have to be aware of it in order to make the kind of changes that we need to make. If you just acknowledge it and be like, oh, well, and then move on, you're going to keep doing the same things. And What's the, what's the saying? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is the very definition of insanity. So you have to recognize it, acknowledge it, and then change. So here's some quick little exercises for you. If you were to imagine yourself in the future right now, how would you expect yourself to feel if you were truly happy? Now ask yourself, What did future you change about your past self in order to get to where you are now? Spend a little time thinking about that and, you know, don't skip this. Don't just go over it. It it seems a little woo-woo, but it does help to think, to visualize our future success, visualize where we want to be, and then think about what we would have done to get there from where we're at today. The answers aren't going to be immediately obvious, but with a little looking inward, a little introspection, you'll find the changes you need to make from your negative behaviors, changing it to a positive behavior. So some things that you can do to eliminate those self-defeating behaviors. You need to avoid negative self-talk. Avoid comparing yourselves with others, yourself with others. Don't brush off compliments. Accept them. Wear them. If somebody gives you a compliment, Say, thanks. I worked hard on that. I, I I did that. Thanks. Don't worry too much. Don't live in the past. Take care of yourself. Don't let your bodily hygiene, your personal hygiene go. Like, take care of yourself. And um, don't let yourself get behind on your sleep. Eliminate those bad habits. Those, that's just a few little things you can do. It's, it's going to go a lot more in depth, a lot more than what we can do just talking about it on a podcast. But those are some of the things that you can do to overcome self-defeating habits. And now for one more, uh, I guess it's not really a quote of the day, but a uh, little poem. I don't know what you call it. Just a little writing. This one from Sam Levinson. In one era and out the other. For attractive lips, speak words of kindness. For lovely eyes, seek out the good in people. For a slim figure, share your food with the hungry. For beautiful hair, let a child run his fingers through it once a day. For poise, walk with the knowledge that you'll never walk alone. We leave you with a tradition. No, I'm sorry. We leave you a tradition with a future. The tender loving care of human beings will never become obsolete. People 
even more than things have to be restored, renewed, revived, reclaimed, and redeemed, and redeemed, and redeemed. Never throw out anybody. Remember, if you ever need a helping hand, you'll find one at the end of your arm. As you grow older, you'll discover that you have two hands, one for helping yourself, the other for helping others. And your good old days are still ahead of you. May you have many of them. Again, that's Sam Levinson, in one era and out the other. I want to invite you today to connect with me on Float. Uh, it's a new, fun, cool little social media platform. Definitely freedom of speech. They are not about censoring people and removing posts and all of that thing, all that kind of stuff. So if you like being able to speak your mind, say what you want to say, meet cool people, this is a new platform. They're doing a lot of development on it. It's going to be super cool once they come out of beta mode. They're still in beta, and it's already really cool. I do some live streaming over there. It's it's a really fun little platform. So connect with me on Float. I'll drop that link in the show notes. And the product I want to recommend to you today is a community that I have joined recently, and that is the 48 Days community. Dan Miller wrote a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love, and he's built an awesome community around that concept, around the book, and he does coaching on 48 Days to the Work You Love. And the community is called 48 Days Community. Super, super awesome. Great people over there. A lot, lot of information on creating the life and career that you love, doing work that you love doing, doing work that motivates you, that drives you to get out of bed every day, that... You know, most of us have jobs where we're just like, oh, it's Monday. But Dan Miller's thing is, no, Monday's a great day. Like, he wants people to have work that they look forward to Monday so they can go back to work serving people. Because that is where it's at. So I'll drop the links to both the 48 Days to the Work You Love book and the 48 Days community where you can go join it's $48 a month, but for a limited time, you can join for $4.88 or $4.80 for a month. And then after that, it jumps up to $48. These are affiliate links. If you don't want to join or if you don't want me to get a small little commission for you purchasing or joining, then just go type it into your favorite search engine, 48 Days Community and 48 Days to the Work You Love. Those things will pop up. I still highly recommend you go join those. Those are really good. And 48 Days to the Work You Love is actually going to be the next book in my reading list this year. I have committed to reading 12 personal development books this year. I've read one. I'm almost done with the second one. Uh, the first one was Do It Scared. The second one is The Kindness Effect. And the next one is going to be the 48 Days to the Work You Love book. So go check those out. Do good work, and I want to leave you with a question today. Last week, my question was, how can you use the things that you enjoy, something that you're good at, to positively affect someone else? This week, it's a similar question, but I want to ask you, what's one act of kindness you can commit to this week? Just one small act of kindness. And as I sit here and think about it, I, I haven't thought of the act of kindness that I will do this week. There is something coming up in the next two weeks that my wife and I will be doing. But over the next week, 
I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that one. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out. Over the next two weeks, really, it's for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up, and a lot of people like to celebrate their love on Valentine's Day. Well, we have a lot of elderly people in our community and quite a few widows. And in my handyman business, I've gotten to work for quite a few of those widows. And so what we're going to do over the coming weeks is create small gift baskets for these ladies. Um, put little pastries in there, some bags of tea. I, I'm not even sure what all my wife is throwing together to put in there, but I'm also going to be throwing in one free service call as a, a, a show of appreciation, a show of love an act of kindness for these ladies, for these widows who, you know, their, their husband's gone. They might not have kids close by. They're, they're living alone and, and oftentimes they're lonely. So we, we want to reach out and show them this act of kindness. So I'd love to hear what your act of kindness is going to be for the next week. Just send an email. If you have any questions on anything we talked about today or need some clarification or even if you disagree with anything I said, send an email to me. Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com and let me know what your act of kindness is this week. Do good work. <music>